We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Today, we welcome Jason and Carolina Lloyd to Business Matters. Thank you for taking the time to join me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Thank you for having us, Rob. No problem. So Jason and Carolina are the owners of Tiki Time Tours. I love I caught this on the website. It says, where every hour is happy hour. And I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love the tagline. So before we jump into actually the business, I'm curious, what's your background? Like, what were you guys doing? Like, what brought you together and, and you know, brought you to the journey of the Okanagan? What was your guys' background before you started the tour company? I don't know how far you want to go back, but it goes yeah. back quite a few years, actually. Yeah. <laughs> how we actually actually met as a couple. We actually lived, I actually lived and worked in the Dominican Republic as an operations manager for an all-inclusive travel yeah. company. And that's where I met my lovely wife working at one of the uh, the resorts there as a uh, sales manager, one of the properties there. Yeah. So we met in the Dominican Republic a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. So over, over time, we eventually moved back to Canada and uh, kind of to summarize it, I worked in the oil industry for about 15 years in northern Alberta. Uh, we made the transition here in 2016. I was doing the commuting back and forth. Um, right before COVID, I think people might forget where oil was tanking to almost a dollar a barrel. Lots yeah, of people were losing yeah. their jobs in the industry. I was in that mid-management role in the oil and gas industry. And uh, that January 2020, uh, I lost my job, was laid off like many others. So we said, hey, what do we know best? Let's bring something new and innovative, different to Kelowna. We know tourism. That's our background. Let's give this a try. And the funny part was uh, how we find out Kelowna was when uh, we used to live in Fort McMurray. Okay. So um, yeah, uh, when the wildfire happened, that's my mother-in-law live in Berna. So we ended up being here and I was like, oh, this is a nice place to be. So okay. too bad, one, one of our properties burned down. So we buy this property here and that's what we ended up here in Kelowna. Interesting. So what, what brought you to back to Kelowna? Like, so you were in the Dominican, you guys were both in, both work in hospitality. Why wouldn't you stay there? What brought you back to, to the Canada and the Okanagan? Well, it, it is a great life living in the Caribbean. Uh, as an operations manager, I was, uh, it was quite a, I would say a stressful job, but I was dealing with a lot of problems. Anything yeah. that can go wrong, a vacation, you name it, that's what I was dealing with. And after a number of years living outside of the country, I was living in Mexico, really wanted to get back to Canada, wanted, who was my beautiful wife now, was my girlfriend, to come to Canada and start our life and start our family here. Uh, and at the time, I was previously living in Ottawa. My sisters were living in Fort McMurray. I knew nothing about it. Hey, might it be an easier transition for my wife uh, with my sisters around. So that's kind of what brought us back to, to Canada and start establishing some roots and kids here in Canada. Interesting. So you guys both have hospitality backgrounds. So this is not new to you. you you're in that. So you were laid off at your job. You're sitting around the dinner table going, crap, what are we going to do now? Did you explore? Did you see something that caught your attention to start a two company, though? Or was just an idea that popped into your mind? Or like, how did that come together? Well, we actually was like, what can we bring to the care to to 
to Kelowna that is uh, a little bit of the island vibe. I like, mm-hmm. we like have fun, we like, you know, something different. We, what is the most important here? Wine and a lake. So why we cannot bring something unique? And because that's something that we want to do in the Dominican. I said, why we don't try here? People will love us or hate us. <laughs> <laughs> For something completely, completely unique. So, and that's what the, the idea came from. And we tried to find somebody that can build our boat and it was not nothing like it. And it's like, well, it's just ideas. And he was like, well, what about this? What about that? And it was it was a challenge, but we have it done. Yeah. The boat builders like you want to build the what? Well, <laughs> like yeah, it was really it was really challenging to find people to buy into our vision, and then we finally found one company said okay. So we had you know we roughed it out, the outline and everything. So yeah, it's it quite the journey. And so the vision of the bus. Oh sorry. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> the vision of the bus was like open it up completely because that's the way that we do it in back home and they yeah. said like oh here that's the no 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 <laughs> all my idea was like can we do this it's like oh no that's not that's not safe here in Canada oh they wouldn't allow this it was so funny. so from the time that you had this idea to the time that you saw it that come to life how long did it take how long was that Wow, it was a blitz. I'd say probably it was that uh, January 2020 it started. Um, Starting a company like this, the regulatory requirements, that is my background in oil and gas, is knowing regulatory inspections and things like that. So I wanted to make sure before we even had a product, we were regulatory, we had our licensing permits, because being something so unique, uh, it's going to catch a lot of eyes, it's also going to catch a lot of attention. So I want to make sure on the back end, we had all of our I's dotted and our T's crossed. Right. So that journey took a lot longer than I thought it would be getting licensing, national safety code things. Like you're creating a boat from scratch and putting people on the water. So there's a process through Transport right. Canada. Right. So right. probably to fruition from January right up until almost March, April-ish, we knew when the boat was going to be arriving here in June. And then, of course, COVID happened. We're like, oh, my gosh. So we're going we're gonna to get to that because I'm curious about that journey. But I'm curious... I said at the start, like part of the reasons we do this is for, you know, most people have probably seen your guys' bus around and know the name, but maybe don't know the actual tour. So can you maybe tell us a little bit about actual, you know, what is Tiki Time Tours? What are some of the tours you guys do? And again, you know, I mentioned the tagline where every hour is happy hour. How do you how do you fulfill that promise that you say that? So I can see you guys like to have fun. I can just tell. So I'm mm-hmm. sure it's fun on the boat, on the bus. But can you talk a little bit about the actual business and what people can expect? Sure. Well, actual business, we have so many different excursions. Like we want to give you this because Kelowna is known for the tourism. Like people come here to have fun. So when we moved here, we did a few different wine tours. And I was like, why is so kind of boring from, you know, like for me, it's like about have fun. If I go for an excursion, I want to have fun. So it's kind of boring from the moment that they pick us up until the winery. So just listen music and talk really quiet. And I was like, why wouldn't put a karaoke on it? Like, why wouldn't do something different that in the process people have fun, but then they go and do the experience. Like we try to offer an experience to people. Right. Uh, right. We offer a wine tour. We, uh, something that people never um, do was like the Pendicton channel. So we just mm. take people from Kelowna to mm. go to the, uh, 
to uh, the river, the, the channel? Yeah, yeah. we do the, the predicted channel flow. We just pick them up. We do a couple of tastings along the way. We let them do the actual channel flow. We pick them up at the other end, have your lunch at a brewery, bring them back. Uh, but the variety, uh, kind of uh, kind of circle back here onto our products is something yeah, a little yeah. bit different for everybody. Mm -hmm. So we do a mix of you know, winery tours, yes. We also do the winery, craft breweries, cideries, uh, distillery tastings yeah. um but one of the big ones for us this year we really pushed a lot of what we call our combination tour so that mm -hmm. is we pick the folks up in the morning from their hotel or their airbnb we do their choice of winery against cider their tastings but then at one in the afternoon we take them to the boats so they get their bucket list is done they do all their tastings and then they get two hours on the tiki boat or one of our pond tiki boats with our, our tiki boats uh, and then we're picked up after their, their boat excursion and brought back safely back to the hotel or accommodations. So we try to offer something a little bit different for everybody. Um, and, and we also offer evening entertainment tours yeah. on their on our buses that carry uh, karaoke on them, party lights, Bluetooth, things like that. So we bring people to their different destinations where they like to go into the evening as well. Very cool. It sounds like a blast. So how far you mentioned going out to Penticton, like how far do you go? Is Penticton sort of the furthest or do you go to Naramata? Do you go to Vernon? Like how far would you do the, the uh, a tour? Well, our most common one, of course, is the West Side Wine Trail here, but we will go farther if the folks request it. We do have our, our regular uh, uh, wineries and, and, and other places we do right. visit quite often. But yes, if we do have Darabatic requests or for Vernon, we do accommodate that as well. But again, it's a mix. Some folks do know where they want to go yeah. and other folks were, hey, you know what? You guys just plan it. We're just here to have fun. How do I pay? Get on. That's pretty cool. And I would assume all the tours are different lengths. There's not a set length. It depends which one you take. For I'm sure that you got all all variations of hours that you could be on the boat or in the bus. That is correct. The wineries, uh, the wine taste is usually from a 10 until a two, three in the afternoon. Then the combination towards, we like to call that the perfect Okanagan day. We have a lot of folks that come in this year from the lower mainland. So they come in on yeah. the Friday, they rest up, we pick them up Saturday morning. They have their full day. It's perfect for bachelorette parties. They're done their day with us about four o'clock. They go have fun Saturday night and Sunday, they drive back to the island. So their their whole weekend is pivoted on their Saturday with yeah, us, which, which I mean, we take a lot of respect for that. You know, thank yeah. you for spending your Saturday with us and giving you the, the experience uh, you came here for. That's awesome. So it sounds like when it comes to the bus side, you, you'll pick people up. It sounds like at their at their location, whatever. What about the boats? Like where do the typically where do the boat tours leave from? Where's where's uh, destination? So the boats all leave from the downtown, uh, right in front of the Kelowna Visitor Center. There's a dock there where we pick up and people get off. So the boats actually will go for a minimal two hours on a private charter tour. So that is your group up to 12 people. Yeah. Um, and then we also offer, which just started this year, is our paid public hourly tour. So we, the difference on that is it's a mixed tour. So for example, yesterday we had three groups, you know, five people, two people, and um, they all get onto the boats. And we go for an hour cruising. And I always like to joke on the boat, the time goes twice as fast. A lot of times people say, hey, how come it's time to go back already? So so that's great. Actually, when we launched our business model. Uh, that was our business model yeah. to have single fares. But because of COVID, it's so interesting how that right. changed into right. the small bubbles. But mm -hmm. those bubbles actually worked out in hindsight really pretty good. well for us yeah. because people didn't want to mix. And it worked really well. They didn't want to go in too big of groups. They wanted that 10 to 12 person. So that actually was kind of a blessing in disguise. It worked really well for us. Where we weren't really thinking so much of our business model. We did all of our cost forecasting, that chartered group. But actually now that's our, our bread and butter sort yeah. of thing. That's 90% of our revenues from that. Really interesting. So you mentioned you launched and the pandemic hit. 
Mm-hmm. Did you guys sit back and go, what the heck did we do? Or like, what, like, can you talk a little bit about that? Because, you know, you're in a tourism business, tourism dried up, and like, you don't know when this thing's going to end. Like, can you, it must have been obviously, you know, you put a lot of work into getting where you were. Can you speak a little bit about that time? Imagine the stress that he lost his job. I will stay home mom uh, because it, it was second time. Like, he, mm-hmm. he had a good job. So, I stay home with the kids. Yeah. Um, and then he lost his job. We put our savings in this business, knowing that, okay, it will go, it, it will be fine. And then COVID hit. And then we was like, oh my God, what now? Like, when will we be able to open? Mm. And then uh, the boat was supposed to be here a specific day. And then they had to push back and push back and push back. And it took like three extra months. We actually get our boat. Um, the first tour in 2020 was uh, July 17. Mm-hmm. So like we was like, but the response that we have from the people, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, oh my God, what is this? Where they came from? Like, <laughs> I want to get there. So, and then when we changed our model from a single group, yeah. uh, single people to a group, like people say, okay, well, we can go with our own bubbles. And the only person that is completely out our bubble will be our boat captain that is in his own space. So everybody feels safe. Thank goodness we have tons of people on 2020 and nothing happened. We didn't have any COVID case, nothing, because we were really, really diligent uh, and maintain the cleanliness in the boats and make sure that we had time in between to sanitize everything before the next group come in so so it was it was challenged but at the end i think that was the most challenged year that we have we learned a lot yeah and 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 that's now we you know every year is is get better and better interesting so i assume there's been some pent-up demand when we went through covid so what's some what's the summer been so far for you guys crazy busy um what you expected can you speak a little bit about what you're seeing right now this summer I would say a little bit higher than what we expected. It's uh, it's it's crazy. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, the pent up demand, like you just hit, it's a lot of bachelorette parties, a lot of weddings that were put off. Um, what's been interesting this year as well, you know, yes, the tiki boat is out for fun and everything else, but we're really entering this this year, and I think we really we really have something that works well where we've actually had folks come out that it's family reunions because of the mm-hmm. pandemic. They haven't been together. They chose us to come out and we can actually put three boats together, two other boats with the Tiki boat. So we'll mm-hmm. have the pontoon boat out. We'll take the kids out on the tubes and things like that. And the Tiki boat is kind of at the center. So family reunions have been using it. Um, celebrations of life. This has been an interesting thing where yeah. folks are on and I've never, you know, people are on their being diagnosed with something terminal and they actually yeah. chose us. We've had a, uh, a lady come all the way from Prince Edward Island who found us online and said, I want to do this. Yeah. So that's quite the honor that yes, it is fun time, but for people to take time in such a sensitive time in their life, Mm-hmm. they've been diagnosed with something terminal this is something they want to do I'm like wow you know yeah, this is the, wow this is, we've had engagements on the boat so yeah. it's yeah it's a special it's a, it's a catalyst for, for people to have really do something that's personal to them which we are very appreciative we can be part of yeah well and I think it's part of you know that speaks to just putting a smile on people's faces and enjoying taking the time to enjoy right because like you said before Kelly like it's easy to you know there's lots of wine tours you can go like but but it's part of it is just go getting off the boat at the end and go wow that was just the scenery is beautiful but what a fun time it was right and that's really what's it all about 
So interesting. 100%. Yeah, that's, so you mentioned, it sounds like your audience is pretty broad. It sounds like you're covering all, all types of audience. So I'm, I'm curious, how much is local compared to tourists, like people from out of market? Is it mostly out of market? Or do you see a little um, bit? Of I will say during the tourist season, that is uh, from June until August, um, the market is, the local is probably like 20%. Right, right. The rest is like 70, right. 80%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And what happens in the shoulder seasons for you guys? What happens in the off season? Is there an off season? <laughs> what does it look like? <laughs> it's, it's slow, but we're still going with the wine tour because the boat cannot stay on the water, but we're still going with the wine tour. And we have a mm -hmm. lot of Christmas parties celebrated on the, you know, going on the boat and people just like go and say like, can you take us around, just drive around Kelowna mm -hmm. and just sing karaoke on the bus and the party like us. As, you know, on, on the off season, we still offer wine tours and um, and all kinds of uh, tours. Yeah, like tours on the bus, we yeah. do uh, actually uh, kids' birthday parties. Yeah. So we'll pick them up on the bus. They're singing karaoke, having fun with the lights. And we'll take them to the bowling, things like that. So that, you know, 13 to 15-year-old age bracket uh, works well. Um, but this winter here, this is going to be a big launch for us here. We're going to be launching it actually next week. We're going to actually be, our Tiki Time Tours is actually a franchisable business. Yeah. So I've been working very, very hard the last six months uh, with consultants to get this package together. So starting next week, the website's being launched, tkitimetowardsfranchise.com, where this is a franchisable turnkey business. Because we knew we were onto something right when our first year in that pandemic. And yes, we, we maxed all of our life savings to make this happen. But the demand was there. But the financial model, and this is a business, we're talking about fun and everything else. But if any business, it doesn't matter if you're making shoes or you're making pizza, the okay. numbers have to work yeah. and that's a proven model for us you know your our, our forecasting has been bang on uh, the revenue coming out of this business is number one and what got me thinking about this idea is i can't be everywhere i want to launch a pandict and i like to be in granville island i can't be everywhere but different areas know their area better than i do yeah. and when our backs are up against the wall rob like what do we need to do here now? Because at that time there was no jobs in the oil industry. Mm -hmm. well, everybody's losing their Anywhere. job. Nowhere. We made this happen out of necessity. Yeah. We always talk about making a business. So not to get too cliche about it, but I actually wanted to start this franchising to show other folks, you know what, you can do this and I can help you do this. I challenged and pushed through it and make sure I could find out all these regulatories and how to make a business. I want to be able to, with my wife, help other people to do this. If you want to retire early, have a lifestyle brand business, or hey, you know what, uh, you're in the same situation as us, you needed, you know, another revenue uh, generator. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to be able to do to help people and show them this can be done. Yeah. Interesting. Is there a, a market that you're thinking that's going to launch first? Is there something in the works of like, hey, we, we got a franchise you maybe can't speak about, but is there a franchise going to be? There are some already in the lower mainland and actually also in the United States as yeah. well. Oh, Actually, in the, United, in the United States as well. Uh, the big thing for us is the lifestyle brand. This yeah. is one of the you know the biggest up and coming kind of business areas again where folks can change their their what they've been doing, and that's something that a lot of people do in self reflection during the pandemic. Do I want to continue doing whatever they're doing? This is a kind of business where you can work the business, like myself yeah. and my wife, or the revenue model is so strong you can as an investor. You'll buy one of these franchises and have management run it. But that lifestyle brand, it could be anybody from their 20s up into their 50s, 60s, however old. Uh, it's a turnkey product. But again, in lower mainland, there's already some possibilities there and south of the border as well, which is really exciting.
So are you, you can, both of you pretty active in the business and you're on the boats, you're on the buses? Is that the way? I mean, in like you said, I think from a business, you can, you know, you can work in the business, on the business, or if you enjoy doing it by, are you two, we find you on the boat and on the bus? I'm behind the scene. and okay. <laughs> I'm managing it, everything. Okay. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's a boat captain and he's uh, uh, a tour guy as well. When we, oh. one of the staff can, you know, fill in a space so he just take over but yeah you will find jason on the boat mostly yeah. <laughs> i like to tell folks and sometimes we'll pull up and one of other captains will say oh you know there's the owners i'm not the owner i'm the deckhand i'm the guy that cleans literally the deck <laughs> I'm not the owner. i'm just here to tie up the boat and make sure it's clean and ready to go but it is a fun enjoyable business to work in the business it is though so did you did either of you have uh entrepreneurship like in your families before like it sounds like you have a really i mean to take that leap isn't easy to start the business right it's easier said than done and now the franchise model there's it, it was that like was it in your dna before was it in the family did your you know did the family run businesses or was it something that you two were just sort of you see an opportunity and going for it oh my wife <laughs> well, I always, I you know what, I, I came from nothing, and as like I was poor, and I was like in my country, I say I wanna, I, I wanna be somebody. I I just don't wanna be. I went, I put myself in university. I I, I paid for my university myself because my mom didn't have the money. I, my dad was killed when I was two years old, so I grew up with that. Then when you have the necessity, you push for it. And then I say to him, what is the worst can happen? Like we lost everything, but okay, well, we start all over again. So if you don't try, you don't know what can happen. But if you try, you can be successful or fail, but you never know if you don't try. Fair enough. Yeah, I think Wayne Gretzky said you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. It's good. There you go. It's contagious. Now she's telling me to slow back and pull back. Like I'm full. Fr- Let's go for the franchise. She's like, Wait, we got a season to do. It's like, no, we have to get the market. Like, no, like, we, Let's go do the off season. He's like, no, let's go. <laughs> you see yourself eventually pulling out of like working in the business and helping grow the franchise. Is that sort of the goal then? Hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, I, I'm curious. You started your business. What's the most surprising thing to you that came up? Is there something that literally you're like, crap, I didn't even think about that? Or, and it could be a pleasant surprise, right? It didn't have to be something that's negative. Like as you started your business over the last couple of years, what's something that's really surprised you in a, a positive way? It doesn't have to be a negative way um, when it, about the business. Well, one thing I think any industry challenges right now is the staffing. Mm-hmm. Staffing, we hear about that a lot. Uh, one thing that's unique for us is we require a specific set of skills uh, for okay. our captains. It's not just any Joe Blow can get on. I mean, these are commercial uh, SDOP yes, licensed yeah. captains, whereas that's a challenge, uh, again, like many businesses have, and as well as the drivers. Um, but one of the pleasant surprises is, and again, not to be too cheesy about it, is offering a product or a service where people it's kind of funny when the boat will pull up people don't want to get off and you have a group waiting to get on and they're almost kind of it's like a standoff okay this is our time yeah where you think you did something right where people don't want to leave your business they don't want it they want to want the experience we really push when we do our training is we're offering experience as carolina mentioned experience you know anybody can offer tour but it's it's how you make people feel with experience so that's when you see all the smiles and even driving the tiki bus sometimes you see there could be nobody in the bus and i drive down the road and somebody just waves or does a a cool sign 
society. I was like, you know what? We're right on to something here. So that's been probably the, the most positive thing. I think we're doing something right just from the, the public uh, response we get from it. And something that we never thought about was the weather here. Like <laughs> we never ever, I, I see myself, I know everything about the weather forecast and yeah. I just see myself like looking at the weather every single yeah. minute. <laughs> and, and the wind is like, oh my God, I never, we never thought about, we was like, okay, yeah, the boat will be stable. We will be able to, go. but the wind here is crazy. Like change from one minute to the other and it's like oh my god what that came from. yeah so, so like five wind apps on her phone one I know, one <laughs> <to the wings. laughs> um i did i did have a couple more questions but i mentioned we're, we do a thing called would you rather have 10 questions um i can go back and forth so you get five each sure. so we can do that uh and then we'll wrap up with a couple questions uh that i have so maybe jason we'll start with you and we'll kind of go back and forth so jason would you rather have a pause button or a rewind button in your life pause button okay carolina so would you rather be forced to sing or dance to every song you heard dance every song i heard dance well i thought you were going to say sing because of karaoke he's <laughs> a dancer I, I, i'm a dancer like we love to All dance right. like yeah right. uh just would you rather read the book or watch the movie read the book okay Helen, would you rather give up brushing your hair or brushing your teeth <laughs> brushing my teeth I, I need to brush my hair <laughs> Uh, geez, would you would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the smartest person in the room? Oh, the funniest. Funniest. For me, the smartest. <laughs> would you rather uh, someone see all the photos in your phone or read all your text messages? Um, look at the pictures on my phone. Pictures, okay. Uh, Jason, would you rather give up using social media or never be able to watch a movie again? Give up social media. It's funny when every time I ask that question, everyone says the same thing. Like, we don't want social media. Here's a good one for you. Ready? Would you rather start a movie alongside Leonardo DiCaprio or George Clooney? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you rather give up coffee or wine? Wine. Wine? Okay. And you guys can both answer this because we ask everybody this question. Would you rather only be able to use a fork and no spoon for the rest of your life or only be, use, be able to use a spoon and no fork for the rest of your life? Mm. spoon spoon, spoon. Oh, but say, i know it's funny because we ask everybody that question i always say fork because i think i can drink whatever i need to <laughs> <laughs> let my ice cream melt and yeah, drink. I, I just... <laughs> Thanks for sure that. Yeah. um i'm curious when you're not it sounds like you guys are workaholics but you like to have fun when you're not on the boat you're not involved where do we find you where do where do you get your happy time from where do you guys well you have a family right it sounds like so what do you guys do in your spare time well we like we like to travel we like to go on vacation and when we like to spend time with our kids and it's funny because we've been in the boat like in this business and our kids don't want to go on the boat like they don't like, like it <laughs> they don't like it so if you're nope mom and dad's boat no. how, old are the how old are the kids seven and eleven i know oh. it's like they don't like going on the boat they don't want nothing to do with the boat it's like oh my god this is insane how many people would love to go on the yeah, water yeah. Yeah. And you guys have boats and you guys don't want to go it's but um we try to spend the most time with our kids because in the summer we've been so busy so we don't have too much time so every time that we have a little um time we just 
we just try to do something with our kids and uh, spend quality time with the kids. That's funny that they don't want to be on the boat. I was going to ask her, do they work in the business? But I guess not. <laughs> well, they work in the business, but they that's probably yeah. that's they don't, you know, um, my my older, uh, he come and try to help on the weekends uh, because we want to teach him, you know. I want him to be able to take the boat. Say, okay, not me. That's yeah. not going. You're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's too uh, funny. They don't want to. They prefer go on the beach, sit down, yeah. and go on the lake and swim, and not go on the boat. Mm, it's, it's so funny. Doing, um, you already mentioned a little bit of the future. You're looking at sort of the franchise model, which I think is very cool and excited to see where that goes for you. But what else is what else do you have in store for you guys? What's what's the future look like for Tiki Time Tours outside of franchising? What what about in our market? Is there anything new and exciting you want to talk about that that uh, we should be keeping our eyes and ears open for? Well, like the the main thing is the franchise and yeah. um, something that we are looking into is uh, open uh, one in the Dominican Republic because they are here is by season. There is the whole year long. So uh, on the off season, we just move there um, and stay there and then come back in the summer mm -hmm. and and work here and go back there and, you know, That's back awesome. and forth, back and forth. Mm -hmm. And we want to grow this year as well over the off season and bring in another tiki boat as well yeah. to our fleet so we can expand even more because the demand is great. We have actually what's waiting list, reservation waiting yeah. list in our system where people actually will wait, hoping that somebody, will, somebody. will cancel that time slot. So, you know, you got a good business when you have people actually reserving waiting. and waiting, hoping someone to cancel. So we'll have a second tiki boat out there on the lake as well. And That's some awesome. people just book like waiting at 10 a.m., waiting at 11, <laughs> waiting at every single time. Anytime that is open up, they will take it. It's so funny. Well, um, I'm assuming that if, if people have questions, the best thing to do is to go on the website. Uh, I know I was on there, lots of good information, um, all the details are in there, but I assume that's what you recommend people to go online if they have any questions or want to look at the tours and so forth. 100%. They can also email us anytime at info at tiki-time-tours.ca. They can call us, yeah. um, but all the information is there. I like to say it's one, two, three clicks that we have a booking. So it's very user-friendly on the websites, uh, but if they definitely have any more questions for information, they can always reach out and contact us directly. Well, thank you for spending the morning with me this morning. It was super fun. You guys are, you guys seem like you have, you'd be lots of fun to be hang out on the boat with. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Everybody's, you don't tell me what that's at. No, we can't. <laughs> we'll have to get you out, Rob, really soon. Yeah, for sure. I know it's been great. And I think it's always, I, I love to hear the journey of people getting into business. And I, I think it's, uh, everyone, I, I do believe most people in Clone have seen the brand at least. I think you guys got into a really cool brand and, and you can, it's fun as soon as you see it, right? That's mm, what you're saying. But I, I think bringing some enjoyment into people's lives because now more than ever, it seems like that's what we need. Just put a smile on people's faces is so, so important. So thank you for everything you guys are doing. And I'm so excited to hear about your franchise, maybe have you back in a few months to talk about what that's looking like. That'd be interesting uh, discussion that great. around that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us, Rob. Thank you. No problem. Thank you very much. Nice meeting you guys. Yeah. Everyone else, have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning into Business Matters. Thank you. Okay. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.